Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Senor Nerd Podcast. I have here Raul, Ramon, how you doing guys? Hey, what's up? So we're here tonight to talk about the sixth episode of The Last of Us. Um, this episode run ran for a hundred and uh, an hour and six minutes. And it was one of the episodes that I was most excited for. I think I had a little bit too high of expectations. And that doesn't mean that the episode was bad overall, but I just think that I really had a lot of things in my head built up of the things um, things were going to go with the story and things that I expected them to happen. They didn't happen for me. But overall, I don't think I want to say this was like the weakest or one of the episodes that I didn't like. Because I think overall it was really strong episodes. But I'm here to kind of hear what you guys think about the episode. If you guys want to go ahead and let me know what your thoughts are. Yeah. And to me, I know I think I hit some key points. That, funny enough, Carlos, <laughs> like things that you were talking about in previous episodes, um, you know, like what one of the main things I think that I really enjoyed watching is the fact that, you know, you at one point said you think if these people kind of took over their own little town, they would have more of a utopia like kind of society. And this was that for me. So it, it was beautiful scenery like you know the whole this everything around there was just like gorgeous then you do walk into this fortress town and just to be like kind of that utopian um society at this point in the zombie apocalypse um and it was just really cool to kind of see some elements of like us you know being there like they they had the stores they had like a christmas tree i think in there um and they had a whole bunch of things so it was kind of cool um you know, like Raul said, like you're seeing more of that relationship between Joel and Ellie. So that was really fun to kind of really also continue to see how much harder it is getting for Joel to really be around her without really feeling more pressure. Or I think even at the end of the show, they were talking about saying he was scared to like lose her, like he's been losing a couple other people. So yeah, a lot of character development, very beautiful scenery. I, I think overall for me, it was like, it was a good episode. Um, Just, you know, again, I, I feel like what you mean is perhaps a little underwhelming no 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 you're right it was definitely the most perfect communist community i've ever seen on tv so you i agree with everything yeah. you're saying Ramon. Yeah. we should probably yeah. be you know all of us you know take note look into it. yeah take note into like how to make a communist community no but you, you know you're right you know it was um you know not keeping too much ahead but yeah once they did reach the community it was really nice to see a town where you know, everything was kind of like running normal, like kids were able to be kids. And that seems like to me, like, hey, if I want to be in a society, like, let me be in a society where kids are laughing, they're able to enjoy Christmas, they're able to enjoy movie night, which to me, that's like a big, big sell. It's part of like what that community has to offer. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the intro, man. Like in the intro, I liked it a lot. I liked the fact that three months had gone by because, you know, that was one of my concerns when they left Kansas. I'm like, man, how long is it going to take them to like, reach Wyoming without a car. And obviously we got the answer to that, which is going to be three months. And I did like the beginning of where, you know, they go to this cabin in the woods and they, they rob this really nice couple and I not, not rob them, but they like break in or however they, however they got into the house. But, you know, they held that lady hostage to the husband came in and I thought that was like a really, really funny scene. <laughs> Absolutely. And they were nonchalant. Like, the, the, they were both nonchalant about it, especially the wife. <laughs> she was like, yeah, I did. I let him in. Oh, you, did you did you make her uh, make him soup? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Just like everything was so like, I did. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like, a, yeah, yeah. And that was pretty cool, too, because then you got to hear at least, like, there's other people out there. And, you know, they weren't part of a larger community, but they had, like, their own, like, kind of very isolated like existence right because they said that no one's really there's nothing around them 
um you know they kind of mentioned that even before the apocalypse kind of they were still already in that situation so yeah. it's just you know that that's kind of the lifestyle they wanted to live and it worked out for them even though the wife didn't want to <laughs> it was that one scene which <laughs> like, I didn't want to. <laughs> no no there's a there's a show on hulu that's uh, about the native american community that's pretty funny that's kind of what it reminded me that intro um yeah reservation mm-hmm. it's a really good show if you haven't seen it um no, but yeah, that that was really funny. And I mean, <laughs> they got the information that they needed. It was kind of funny how, um, well, not funny, but, you know, they told them like, hey, you know, Joel's asking them like, what's the best way to go west? And the husband's like, go east. That's literally the best way. They were kind of telling them like, hey, don't go west. If you go west, you're pretty much guaranteeing you're going to die. Um, so that, I, I thought that was really interesting, man, that this community has stayed so secluded and so safe. And the way they did that was by pretty much building a reputation of like, hey, if you go that way, you will automatically end up dying or something's going to happen to you. You know, in my head, the first thing that kind of jumped is like, oh, is this where we meet a community that's probably like cannibals? Um, I thought that's where the story was going to be heading. Uh, but, you know, it was, but it was really cool to see that, you know, because that is the reputation you would want to build if you're starting a community so that nobody approaches you. Yeah, absolutely. And then I think Ellie, well, when Joel's brother was talking to Ellie and the whole thing about, like, like you said, it's like bad reputation doesn't necessarily mean you're bad people. Um, so they kind of did pretty good for themselves to kind of create that to at least, you know, get all the scavengers and all the other people out of there or keep them. I like Ellie, man. She's really cool. And she seems really like somebody that just, she's real about things. She's real about what's happening. And she's not like, why should we pretend like everything's fine when things are clearly not fine? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like what Raul said, growing up in the quarantine zone. I mean, that's all she's ever known. It's like you're met with like kind of a more militant group running the quarantine zone, Um, you know, and, and yes, the preview for the next episode, they, they mentioned something about like, if you study hard enough, you'll become an officer. So there's already this idea of there being drilled more practical functional survivalist tips um, as opposed to the kids growing up in this community where you're like, you know, perfect little town, uh, not much to worry about. At least I'm sure they're not worrying the kids about it. Right. You know, only the adults are the ones with the guns um, hanging out, like waiting for anything to come through. But um, yeah, like definitely that was a good contrast of seeing Ellie in that. I also thought it was pretty cool. And I know they mentioned it a little bit at the end of the show, how like Joel this whole time was kept on saying, uh, like, you know, previous to this episode, um, I'm going to go save Tommy or I'm going to go find Tommy. I'm going to go look for him. Like he needs me or I like, you know, and yeah, it was totally right. Like he, this whole time he thought he was probably in worse. He even thought he was possibly dead. There was a couple of times that came about before and for him to get there and find him not only in a great society, like little community, but also the fact that he was like married and he, you know, possibly, or, you know, he was going to have a kid. Um, that obviously was another great part of the show, um, which led into that co- little confrontation conversation between him and his brother. No, that, that definitely feel like I could see the disappointment in his eyes when he first like saw Tommy and he went up to him and like started hugging him. And then when he started realizing like his brother didn't need him, um, you could kind of tell like, get that feeling that like, oh crap, like I came out of the way over here to rescue you. And, you know, I sacrificed my love interests and, you know, he didn't tell him right away, like, hey, Tess is dead. But I could definitely feel like some sense of like Joel thinking like he was gonna find his brother in a, in a situation where he would need his big brother to let him yeah. um, make help him escape it. And he didn't. And I, you know, it's like kind of sucks because like his brother was doing really, really good. <laughs> Nah, dude, that reminds me of me and my brother. So I totally get it. Like, I mean, you know, my, my brother's like someone that matters a lot to me. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, big brother by 11 years. And you think sometimes, you know, yeah, those those people that you in the past 
you know, we're kids and they grew up and they look up to you. Like perhaps now they just don't need you as much. And this is one of those where like, especially when they had their, the conversation got a little bit more intense. Um, I teared up a little bit and it's just more, more that emotion of like siblings, just, you know, and just being like, damn, just, just wait, you have to, just wait, you have to ask your little brother for money. Then you're really going to feel what Joe felt. No, 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 none of that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Joe was having panic attacks or like, the yeah. Over, over, over a small heart attack. Um, panic no. attacks? Yeah, panic attacks for sure. Okay. I mean, I, I can't say to the gravity of that. I mean, but just, just because, again, uh, the, especially you said, what, three months before the last episode and now and just kind of all the traveling they've done. And then I think, you know, he's always so worried for Ellie. Like, he's always so worried about her well-being. Like, you know, the scene where they're camping now before they get to the town and, you know, she's like, who's going to take the first shift? Like, like, you know, first or second shift, like, what do I take? And he's like, neither. Like, I'm going to stay up all night. Like, you could see that he's so willing to sacrifice sleep, rest, his well-being, just because he wants to protect her so much. And I definitely kind of figured that it was panic attacks because he looks more beat up. He looks more tired. And given, yeah, I'm sure they're low on resources and food, but it's just, you know, it's, it just seems like that. Like, you know, like he's just struggling a lot more to take care of her, or at least his yeah. well-being is suffering because of how much he's stressing about it. Which is crazy then because he was going to, obviously he trusts his brother so much that he was going to entrust her with him. But at the same time, like, man, you got her so far and now you're going to stop? Like, that was wild to me that yeah. he even had that thought for a second, you know? No, when I mean, when I think about the three months that they've been walking nonstop to get to their destination, I mean, he must have, like, been not getting any sleep. You know, they're obviously not eating well. So I could see why, you know, he's probably going through this whole mental breakdown. Um, and then he probably just needed some rest, man, some sleep. And I bet you, I kind of wish they would have stayed in the town at least for, like, maybe 48 hours and then would have gone on their journey because I think Joe would have definitely we could have seen him a little bit more revived and more a little bit more positive about what he has to do with Ellie to get her to, to safety. But, you know, I'm also kind of glad we didn't stay in that town too much because obviously we just went from the last two episodes where we spent episode four and five in Kansas City. So I was ready to like kind of like keep moving the story forward. Like let's not stop here and spend another episode on it. Yeah. No, I mean, it's definitely focusing way more on the character development. And, you know, like we've seen it multiple times throughout the series so far. It's like it does it really well where it makes you fall in love with some characters. And then obviously it takes them away from you. But I think with just the story of uh, Joel and Ellie themselves, I think we are hitting. I mean, we did hit like a really good point of their relationship. So it's like it's really rewarding, too. Like, yeah, there wasn't like zombies. There wasn't like any kind of action really besides just kind of what happened in the, like that middle scene when they first encountered them. And then at the very end, which obviously we'll address a little later, but it's like, other than that, like emotionally, I felt like it, it was very charged. Um, again, still that scene with Joel and Tommy, when, you know, Tommy basically ends up like, you know, telling him that it's like, yeah, well, yeah, you're tired because you've been fucking up, you know, like you're the one that's been, you know, it's not my fault that I'm doing well. And you're not and you know that that definitely hurt um and i think that that was one of those parts that was emotionally ellie finding out about sarah about joel's daughter our daughter was another really 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 significant part so yeah there was definitely these moments in the show that definitely you were like wow okay awesome i was waiting for that i was waiting for that great i and honestly i feel like if ellie wasn't with joel and let's say they would have he would have gone to his destination without ellie and they, he didn't have this whole purpose of like I have to take Ellie because she could potentially have the cure to save all of humanity. I think Joe would have gotten a lot more mad at Tommy because, like, think about it. Like, he just sacrificed 
living like his town in Boston. He sacrificed his love interest, and then he gets there, and like the, all the brother could say is like, "Oh, I couldn't send a, send a signal because I wanted to respect the rules of the town." It's like you understand that you know who your brother is, so you know if he doesn't hear for, from you for like thirty, sixty days, like he is the kind of guy that just like drop everything and come find you. So I also think that was very kind of responsible for him to like all of a sudden just cut him off completely. Because in my mind, he sort of got Tess killed, but I understand that Joe is not really holding on to that anger or blaming him for any of this because now, you know, he's kind of looking at uh, Ellie and saying, like, if I can complete this purpose and if I can get her to her destination, like, I will be doing something so great for humanity. So, like, right now he's thinking about the bigger picture, which I like that. Yeah, absolutely. Which Tommy understood right away, too. I mean, that was great to see when Joel finally told him what was really going on. And, you know, he didn't hesitate. He's like, you know, I'll take her at dawn. Like, we'll go. Well, and so yeah, that also goes to show you about their, like, true nature that dumbest brothers and, you know, Tommy being a serviceman in the past, like, you know, serving, um, that it was just, like, his duty. He knew that. Like, yeah, at first, no, because I have a wife. I'm living in this great town. Two, like, obviously, I'm going to have a child. I want to be here. It's not my responsibility. And then you mentioned this bigger picture of like, so like saving the world possibly. And then he's like, Oh, okay. I'll do it. Yeah. So that, that was really good. That's a really good, like again, character development. That was pretty could have found I, out that they were like that. I mean, just knowing Tommy, Tommy's wife was the district attorney. I was thinking to myself, like, why not just tell the town, like tell the town, like what Ellie has and, let them come to a conclusion of whether they want to like keep her there and maybe they can find the right people and they themselves can start like figuring out, um, you know, a cure for her. But I also do think like, I know that you're, you're checking your hair roll, but I also do think like they might think like, Oh, she's already infected. Like what if somebody falls in love with her? What if later she has intercourse? What if somebody like drinks from her saliva and you start thinking of these possibilities of how Ellie could contaminate the town. So I also did start looking at it from that perspective. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Especially since they worked so hard to get that town to be the way it was, you know, like, yeah, even if you tell them it's been months since she got bitten, they're like, well, who knows that she won't wake up a zombie tomorrow, you know, like, and so, yeah, I definitely agree that they would have had this crazy thing. I mean, that's, but that's something that I was thinking about, like, I guess you, you don't involve many other people, but at the same time, you kind of wish you could trust more people because then you'd have more people trying to fight for that cause. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also going back to that scene where they're like first encounter them. And, you know, they're, like, all masked up. They're on the horses. They're pointing their rifles at them. That scene with the dog is sniffing Ellie out. Like, I, I, I'm glad that Joel said something later because I was freaking scared. Yeah, like, I, know, I was yeah. like, dude, what's going to happen the second that the dog reacts to Ellie? And, obviously, we we're all super happy that he was just licking and playing with her. But at the end of the day, like, I'm, I'm, I really also enjoyed hearing Joel go back to that and being like, I was so scared, you know, he teared up and that really showed not just how much he cares for her now, but just how he fearful it is, uh, he is of anything happening to her or get discovered. So that does explain more why he's just like, no, I'm not going to tell anybody except for Tommy because he's the only one that I truly trust. Um, and well, I, and I, yeah. Yeah, I was just saying, what, 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 whether Tommy would tell his wife, that's the one thing that now I'm thinking, but that's no, separate. You that, know? No, and that's what I was going to say. I'm like, part of no. me didn't trust that he would keep it to himself because no. he just seemed like he trusted his wife a lot. And his wife was the only one that I 
kind of didn't trust because even when she was being so nice to Ellie, you could tell she was being nice to sort of get information from her. From her, and Ellie, Ellie kind of caught caught on to that. So you know, it's just, um, and I don't blame the wife for being so kind of like protective because she does have this responsibility. She mentioned that she's part of the console, and she's trying to like figure out whether Ellie and Joe should be allowed to stay any longer than twenty four hours. Um, but I mean, clearly they were kind of like so happy to even leave the next day, so she didn't yeah. have to worry about that too much. Well, because of Joel, like she seemed to that she really had a problem with Joel just based on what maybe the brother, well, obviously what the brother told her, because like even when she was talking to Ellie, she's definitely very much like, like one to go say, like, you don't know what he's done. Like, be careful. Like, don't trust him. And kind of sucks. I mean, but, you know, we know through what they've said that Joel's clearly done a lot of fucked up things and then including Tommy. Right. And yes, you're doing it for survival and all this stuff, but you know, someone like his wife who set up this like perfect like town has to fear that because how, who, how does she know he hasn't changed in the last few years that they've been separate? You know, maybe he's still like trying to, trap people or kill people for survival reasons you know so yeah i, I get it it's just yeah it, it kind of sucks because ellie knows joel to be way different now and she's been experiencing the different type of joel and uh you know it, it's only something that you could only see through ellie's eye right now um so that was kind of cool yeah i mean i like the idea of him coming back to the town once you know they kind of go through their journey and they you know they do what they have to because they even said that like hey you know we have a spot for you once you're you know you're ready to come back and they sort of said yes you know once on it. Yeah. yeah yeah i'm planning on it and i do i did believe that like i did believe 100 percent that you know joe would come back to that i mean i have no reason to believe he he wouldn't i mean he wants to start a sheep farm and you know they have sheep so <laughs> well he wants to be a singer at the end <laughs> <Remember>? <laughs> We didn't hear him, so that would have been. Uh, I would have loved to have heard of those pipes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And then what about like that last kind of scene where they go to the college? Um, what do you guys think about that? Was there anything good in there, like that you guys? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the last 10 minutes, you know, especially when they got to the school, uh, this was me like the whole time, like, like covering my face. Cause oh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, nothing's happened for the past like 50 minutes or like nothing like for me to be like fearful. Of. And then when they got to that situation, I'm like, like, oh my God, something's going to jump at them or somebody's going to come out of the corner or something. Like, I was just waiting for it. I mean, we got something, but I wasn't at the level that I was expecting. Nah. <laughs> I was hoping the monkeys had the freaking infection. Oh. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that would have been crazy. That would have been bad. That's just, what, what do you do when you have like a bunch of, I mean, just as bad as the zombies, but a bunch of zombie monkeys all over you. No, yeah, I think I think it was the same way. Just, I was just, I was kind of waiting for something to happen. Or even when they were looking inside the labs of the school, for them to find like something cool or something different and you know it ended up just being a map which again makes you wonder why they left like Raul said do, but do you guys know if like animals in this world can get infected as well with uh no okay i wasn't sure if, like maybe okay i mean yeah. and then according to that dog like they, they they're able to sniff it out so i'm sure there's a preventative like way that they could know but i mean i mean the, the I mean, fungus that they're basing this off does affect insects but it's just obviously i don't know if it's a stretch to kind of throw other mammals in between and go straight yeah. from insects to humans you know i mean if a tiger in new york got covid i believe they could also <laughs> get this disease well hey you <laughs> mentioned tiger i mean where there was an army of the dead had the the zombie ti tiger so at least oh, we oh, see yeah. in a zombie tiger but <laughs> <laughs> not, not not this one no, and then I, I mean, uh, and I guess then, yeah, so then at the end when those guys like kind of show up at the very end, um, that is also kind of a little underwhelming 
uh obviously even just you know we we randomly talk about like scenes that didn't work for us that weren't super believable when he broke the bat against the freaking tree i'm like you had to swung that bat so hard to break the bat <laughs> and then end up with that there you go <laughs> there you go but no yeah yeah and then obviously joel got stabbed and that was kind of a little scary because that's kind of where it left us with that cliffhanger at the very very end um so i looked it up and there's actually going to be nine episodes for the season so i mean we only have three left um and yeah yeah and I, i'm kind of surprised to see that in the next episode i mean i don't know how much we'll spend kind of uh, like going back to ellie's story from the beginning or how she got infected but i was a little disappointed man and maybe i'm saying i'm disappointed now but it'll end up maybe being one of the best episodes but i'm like oh my god like i'm just wanting to like keep moving the story forward because i just yeah, want yeah. i just want to see keep seeing more of ellie's and joe's relationship build up so like now you're going to spend like 30 minutes showing me or possibly even the whole episode just showing me her in the past with her best friend or that friend that um yeah. which you know i i pretty i think she did get Love killed it. Do you yeah. know that for a fact? That's like a love interest? No, not at all. But I mean, oh. I, I thought she was supposed to be like bi or something. And it's just, you know, I, I think when she talked about like kill, having to kill someone, I think it's all that right there. Mm. And, and and then to your point, yes, it kind of sucks because if you're saying there's three episodes left, I'm hoping that maybe they do just the one episode revisiting that story. And then the last two will probably be like a two part, you know, how they usually do where they'll like have a crazy intro to like, almost the finale and then the set that very last episode is like the final conclusion yeah. but yeah i, don't, I mean it's, it's a story that i've been waiting for I, don't, I can't say that i'm happy that it's just that one and then two more episodes left but i was curious about what happened there because they did they did highlight and they were talking about the mall her killing someone before and then i said love interest because i think once they showed a little bit of the glimpse of them like around the carousel i think they were a little bit more like close yeah. um than when they were first talking about it so i mean again i don't know where i'm gonna rate this episode as far as like once we got all the nine episodes um again i think i just came into it too hyped up and that's probably my problem but i did think we get a lot of interesting like things happening with you know joe's brother and now they've reached their destination but not really because they have to go a little bit back and now joe's bleeding out um so i mean i'm interested to see what the next like the next episode is going to tell us And, I, and I'm just trying to focus on, like, the things that it did give us, right? Like I said, a lot of that character bonding, uh, another pivotal point for me, too, was obviously you knew Joel was ultimately going to still continue to take her. But at least for that little bit in the show, you were like, yeah, he's kind of said no, like, Tommy's taking her. He was kind of mad at her, too, especially when she brought up the daughter. And, you know, for a second there, you wanted to believe that he was just going to be a dick and just be like, nope, I'm really not going to take you. And then to see him just be like, you know what? I came to steal the horse. 30 minutes later, I'm still here. And, you know, that kind of does add to the whole now at the very end, he's stabbed. And now Ellie's the one that has to really be like, crap, like I did this to you or like this happened. And now it's her turn to kind of figure something out because, yeah, I don't know how that's going to happen. But, yeah, I think I said it had a lot of great things in there, but definitely very subtle or not subtle, but just very, very, very toned down. And at least we got to see something beautiful. Sorry you didn't get to see your zombies in the snow, Carlos. But I know I'm a little disappointed with that. But I mean, there's still there's yeah. still time. There's still three more episodes for them to uh, show me some snow zombies. It'll be it'll be winter around. Yeah. I mean, they mentioned all the communities around that area were all you know infested. Um, yeah. So I have no reason to believe why that you know we're not gonna. Because like, even when where are they going next? They're going to uh, Salt Lake City. So I mean, that still has the possibility of being like the whole snow. Because I mean, winter. It's not, oh, unless yeah, it takes so winter. 
Yeah, unless it takes them like another three months to get there, like it's still possibly going to be winter when they get there. Yeah, true, it's true. Well, I'm excited to see what happens.